superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. He cared about one thing and one thing only. Winning time. Winning. Championships. Trophies in the case. We'll figure out the money later on. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Oh, Okay, then. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Today's guests, LSU football head coach Brian Kelly, Lakers writer for The Athletic Bill Oram from the HBO series Winning Time, actor Solomon Hughes, and now it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. It's going to be very Laker heavy in hour number three uh, because we've got the athletic reporter uh, and uh, beat writer and uh, columnist uh, covering the Lakers, Bill Oram, on, and we all know... um, Certainly here in Los Angeles, California, there's so much of a conversation going on about the Lakers not making the playoffs at all, which is remarkable at the play-in tournament tonight. And they didn't even make the top six, and they didn't even make the play-in tournament. And um, they fired their coach yesterday. So Bill will be on. And then the the actor who plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the HBO hit show Winning Time, Solomon Hughes, formerly of Cal Berkeley and the Harlem Globetrotters. And... Um, he, he's got a Ph.D. in higher education from Georgia. So he's really Dr. Solomon Hughes coming on this program? I believe so, yeah. Um, he's uh, plays Kareem on this program. He is amazing. Uh, and he's terrific show, at it. Yeah. He will be here in hour number three, but we kick off hour number two with a, a similar color scheme, right? Wouldn't you say? I, yeah. I would, I okay. would say. All right, very good. I would um, say. The LSU Tigers and the new head coach of LSU football joining us here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. He is Brian Kelly. How are you, Brian? I'm doing good, Rich. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. How you been? I've been great. Um, you know, I have two honorary doctors, doctorates, but you don't have to call me doctor. What do you have? Um, what do you got? Yeah, well, Grand Valley State, where I started my career, and Assumption College, where I graduated from. So... I guess they needed somebody to speak that day. Dr. Kelly? So you could be Dr. Kelly, uh, technically? Some days. Uh, <laughs> I, I okay. think that uh, it looks good on my wall, um, but uh, as higher education goes, um, I didn't get much higher than a bachelor's degree. Well, th- this is great to have you on this program. First time I'm interviewing you uh, in your new gig, and I guess the awkwardness of the Michigan-Notre Dame rivalry doesn't have to linger anymore between the two of us. This is great. No, and, and there was never any awkwardness because... Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> Because <laughs> we never we spoke did. to each other on game days. That's we why. We never did. And, and your 40 was better than my 40. So that's why I got in the coach. So let me just jump in real quick. Um, yep. Certainly with the draft coming in uh, in two weeks' time. Uh, and talk about some players that you 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 yep. you know from the Notre Dame days. Yep. Tell me about Kyle Hamilton. First time you laid eyes on him, Brian Kelly. What was that? Well, just you know, a unique player at the position in which he plays. Right, somebody that's six four, um, athletic, rangy. Uh, you know, great ball skills, and he had no he had no. He had the and, and he can come down and play physical, and um, he was a a team player, and, you know, he did the little things right. He was a captain for me. He had all the other things. He didn't have a, but he doesn't do this, but he doesn't do that. So, you know, when you're talking about guys that, um, you know, are going to be successful in the NFL, um, they've got to have a lot of those things going for them, too. And, um, you know, you can see him on the field and what he can do, but he had so much more for me um, as a leader of our football program. And so what can he do at the next level, do you think? 
Brian? Well, a unique, uh, you know, you know, player in the sense that, you know, the tight end position, the proliferation of talent in the NFL, you know, I mean, you know, all of the tight ends now can stretch the field vertically. He's a guy that can certainly play them and play the ball. Um, you know, he certainly has the ability to come down and play, you know, physical um, with his range. He can play in the middle of the field and cover the field. He just is another chess piece defensively that is that is so unique that you don't get a lot of players um, that have this kind of range, physicality, um, you know, uh, the traits that you're looking for that give you as a defensive coordinator, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, an advantage, you know, tactically. Brian Kelly here on the Rich Eisen Show. How much, how many phone calls do you get from the professional level then about players you you, you are now officially used to coach? Quite a bit. I mean, okay. you know, when, when you're drafted this high, they're all looking for reasons why um, they shouldn't draft them this high. <laughs> they're not trying to validate. They're all, you know, at this point, they're like, all right, what's wrong with this guy? Right. You know what? You know, <laughs> t- give me a reason why I shouldn't draft him this high. You know, it's it's almost like. I, I, you look, I'll, I'll, I'll try to give you reasons why not to, other than the fact that uh, everything that you know about him, the interviews, there's, there's nothing fake about him. And I think that that's what I get more than anything else is, you know, we've had so many first-round draft picks, and in particular the offensive line, too, that, you know, they get a little nervous that it's too, too good to be true. And what's it like to, I guess, did, did you run LSU Pro Day? I mean, because you're just fresh I there. I okay. mean, I did. Now, certainly I didn't know the kids well enough to be able to go out on the line and, you know, comment on them as well. Obviously, you know, Stingley is, is the, you know, the highest, you know, profile player here. Right. And, and I didn't have a close relationship with him because he was injured. And then, you know, when I, you know, came here, um, I didn't coach the team in the bowl game, so um, I got a chance to meet him. He's, he's a wonderful young man, but I couldn't really add anything to um, you know his evaluation. So his pro day had to speak for itself. What was great for me, Rich, more than anything else, is I was able to meet you know a lot of alumni that came back, and for me, you know that that's as important as anything else getting a chance to touch base with former players here from LSU. And so who would you who who is that? Well, Patrick you Queen was back. Um mm-hmm. you know, you had uh you know, uh Tyron Matthews been back. Um you know, uh Chase On has been back. So probably five or six NFL players have come back in the last week or so that I had never gotten a chance to meet and you know, obviously the circles that I was in in, in South Bend, uh, we never crossed paths. So, you know, just getting that opportunity to meet you know, and it's certainly, you know, the Booger McFarlands of the world and uh, Marcus Spears and, and Ryan Clark, you know, all those guys getting a chance to meet, you know, those that are in the media as well has been, you know, it's, it's been a good journey for me. Brian Kelly here on the Rich Eisen Show. So let's just, uh, in terms of the differences between your previous spot and now, uh, the one thing I would think of, and you could tell me if, if I'm off, is that there might be some um, kids that you can recruit that um, Notre Dame might tell you can't get in, um, and LSU is different. Is that a is that a, is that putting too fine a point on it, or have you seen that already so far, Brian Kelly? Yeah, I, I would say I would say that we can cast a larger net in terms of recruitment. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, we're talking about thirty-five thousand students, eight thousand small Catholic schools, so your profile is certainly going to be different from that perspective. So, you know, I still want, you know, young men that value a degree and, and um, you know, have the right traits. Um, so there's going to be some similarities relative to the young men that I want to recruit to LSU. Mm-hmm. But no, you're absolutely right. There's going to be a larger uh, profile that um, allows me to recruit, you know, um, more student athletes that um, I couldn't recruit at Notre Dame. Then you, you might be in a, uh, have a potentially a, a friendlier relationship with the provost down in, uh, in, in Louisiana than maybe previously? Brian Kelly? No, no, I, I don't. I don't think that I had an adverse relationship okay. with anybody at Notre Dame. I think we were all on the same page relative to you know what our mission was and mm-hmm. who we could get into school and who who we didn't. And I I, I felt very comfortable with that. Um, you know, I think here, you know, we have to we have to do a better job academically. You know, quite frankly, you know, we have to be able to up our APR, GSR, and, and we're not going to run away from that. But we have to do a better job down here and. 
you know, I thought Notre Dame did a great job of balancing both academics and athletics. Um, so I think for me, Rich, to be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. I think from a recruiting standpoint, you know, the state of Louisiana offers us so much more relative to the ability to stay in state and really pull a lot of our players right from the state. We weren't going to do that in Indiana. We had to go to California, Texas. We had to be on the East Coast and New Jersey and the coastal areas, and, and that will change dramatically. That will probably be the biggest difference between the two schools is that we can stay in the state of Louisiana um, and we can cast a wider net. Have, has your uh, recruiting forced you to, to try different foods you've never tried before, <laughs> Brian Kelly? Oh, there, there's no doubt about that. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. And, uh, yeah, I've got two personal trainers now to uh, <laughs> okay. make sure that uh, it's – there's a lot of fried food. That's there's no doubt about it. I haven't seen a salad yet on any of the menus that I've been at. So, um, but you know, look, I grew up in Boston, so seafood yes. has always been, you know, you know, something that I've always loved. Went to the Midwest. Uh, I can't say seafood's number one on the menu in the Midwest, and now I come down here and seafood's back to number one. So that's been really nice. Okay. Um, and and you know the people are you know friendly and they love football and uh, they love food. What's wrong with that? And I hear you, Brian Kelly here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. How how is the NIL world different at LSU than from Notre Dame? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think there's uh, incredible support here in the community. I think donors um, you know embrace it. Um, I don't want to speak for Notre Dame, but I don't know that all schools embrace it the same way. Here it's embraced as part of, you know, what will be uh, probably our reality, Rich, moving forward. You know, that uh, they are going to be part of of recruiting and and what you're going to have to do, um, you know, in putting together uh, name, image, and likeness deals. And so uh, early on, you know, the building of, of name, image, and likeness opportunities has been um, very successful down here. And um, I don't know that I, that goes across the country yet, but everybody's kind of figuring out what's good for them. And it's not universal, right? Because there's different laws in different states. And I think there's different support from universities you know, across the board. I think the words figuring it out that you kind of just said um, is universal. We had Mac Brown of, uh, of North Carolina on a couple of weeks ago. He's, he said that things are just, um, there's no rules. I mean, I'm sure you must have heard Dabo Swinney's comments to ESPN that might have crossed your, your eyes or your ears at some point, saying that uh, the sport's heading for a reckoning, that there's really no uh, rules about it. Are you have, seeing a similar experience, Brian Kelly? Yeah, I mean, clearly the the unintended unintended consequences of this, you know, when the ruling came down that kind of left it up to the universities and the states, you know, there's no universal principles. However, you're guided by, you know, federal laws relative to, you know, taxable income. And so there are some, you know, 1099s have to be shown for work. This is not... You know, we're not at pay for play right now. We are still in a your name, your image has got to be the reason for your compensation. So there are governing principles. Um, look, if, if you want to cheat, you can cheat at anything you want to cheat at. But there are governing principles in terms of how you do it. Now, we have to look at it as what are the incentives for name, image, and likeness. I want to attach GPA. I want to attach your community service work for you to get name, image, and likeness. There should be incentives for that. So I think we've got a plan. Um, yeah, could it be better if there's more um, stringent regulations on it? But I don't think we have time to pause. I think we have to hit our hit the ground running and make sure that we don't get too far in front of ourselves, but um, be ready to put something together. Brian Kelly here on the Rich Eisen Show. So I guess um, you know, before I send you on with your day, now that you are a few weeks and months removed from your big decision to switch gigs and switch jobs and switch communities and switch programs, um, what, 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 what do you... What did you learn from the process, I guess is the question, Brian Kelly, that... that, that um, the conversation you were the first to go or it was right after Lincoln Riley and the conversation about coaches and leaving and kids now have transfer portals and coaches get to leave and 
Right. What do you? What do you? What did you make of all of that? Now that we're a few months removed from it, Brian. Well, I've been involved in it a couple of times. I was at Cincinnati, and I was at my banquet. You know, the night that that the news broke that I was going to Notre Dame, and I was in front of my team at Cincinnati when their phones blew up that I was taking the job at Notre Dame, and I was promised that that wouldn't come out, and that would come out after my banquet. Somehow that got leaked. Um, then <laughs> I was in a situation where this information wouldn't come out until I finished recruiting. It got out. Um, the one thing I know is that I don't handle uh, and I don't uh, have any control over the timeline. All I have control over is the decisions that I make. And the decision in both of those instances, I decided to leave Cincinnati to go to Notre Dame, and I decided to leave Notre Dame to go LSU. Um, but everything else, um, I didn't control the circumstances, which made it very difficult in both instances for me in addressing my team. And it's unfortunate. It stinks. Um, but um, if I could control it, mm -hmm. neither one of those scenarios that I just outlined to you would have ever happened. I guess, you know, I, stuff gets out and it's, it's, it, it, it's a raw emotion. It's so raw, obviously, no when somebody like, of your stature goes in, and leaves to a new community. Um, and I, I, I just don't know if there's a fix to it. I mean, the conversation is always out there that you make it like the NFL, where there's a certain time period under which a, a person like yourself gets to leave or anything like that. Would you be up for something like that? Absolutely. If it was a universal principle and everybody operated under the same setting, um, I, I would have absolutely no problem with it. It's just that no, there's no universal you know, guidelines for it. And as I said, the, the timeline is, is the athletic director of that other institution. I and mean, you have no control over that. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Thanks Rich, for calling in. Good, good talking to you and good luck in the 40. You're going to run the 40. Again, I am right? actually doing it in 10 days at the Rose Bowl. Oh, how good is that? Yes, because um, we're trying to raise as much money for St. Jude as possible. And, um, uh, this just in, it's not easy to credential people at the scouting combine for your own personal run. <laughs> um, I'm but, sure I'm sure that uh, finding the alternative site in the Rose Bowl wasn't easy either, but good luck to that. It's that been, that's great. Come great on, news. man. I mean, it, there's nothing more iconic. There's no place more iconic um, to mask the lack of physical attributes <laughs> that I will put out there, Coach. You know. Good luck with it. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Thanks for the call. Take Thanks care. for the call. That's Brian Kelly, everybody, from uh, LSU Football, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I know you're disappointed, Chris. I know, <laughs> I know you're disappointed. I mean, we had him on for 15 minutes. How am I going to ask him about his, his, uh, his accent? You want me to ask? He didn't sound like that at all. And the dancing videos and how awkward those were. Oh, my and, gosh. I mean... I'm with you, Chris. I thought, I thought you'd sneak it in there. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I thought you'd sneak in a family. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Well, guess what? We'll talk to him again. Yeah, I mean. We talk to him all the time. Yeah. We'll be the last time. I feel like I've let you down. You didn't. No. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like, like I've let like you down. In other ways like you have, but not in this way. I feel, like I feel I let, let you down. down. I feel, I feel like I let you down. Yeah. All right, I'll take it out on Saban tomorrow. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> But how can we do that to there's Nick? There's nothing. There's yeah, nothing. Gonna, to, what are you going to say? He's, he's, uh, there's he nothing. What's it feel like us? to win all those titles? Yeah. <laughs> all the rings in his ears. He can't hear us. I think the only person you disappointed was Pat Beverly so far. That's it. And you for interrupting me. <laughs> <you. laughs> no, no, seriously. I mean, I told whatever. you, you get my burger. You get okay, my order guys. wrong in the drive-thru. That's disappointing. All right. We'll take a break, everybody. <laughs> we'll take a break. Call me and tell me you're disappointed in me. I'll take your calls. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on our terrestrial radio family, along with our Peacock and Sirius XM family here on Odyssey family. as well. Right. You're not family. saying family, family. right? Family. family. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good, to, good to be with all of you. Um, very rarely did I, do I do this, and I did it yesterday, and because uh, it just outraged me. Um, it did. It did as a Yankee fan to see somebody in, in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York, wearing a Red Sox jacket and what appeared to be maybe some other Red Sox material underneath the jacket. That's not a problem. I've seen that before many, many, many times. But then to be wearing a Met hat on top of it, it's just like, what the hell is your problem, sir? And there are children around for him, for to children to see this individual walking around in a, in a Major League Baseball stadium. And unfortunately for the guy... Um, captured by ESPN cameras, bottom of the ninth of a one-run game on Sunday night baseball. Easily the biggest audience ESPN may have for a baseball game mm-hmm. uh, in quite some time. Opening weekend. And I said, I need to know who is this man? Who is this person? Whose man? What is, is the story behind this individual? Need to know. Mike Del Tufo um, thought it was a lost bet. I just thought it was a lost soul. Quite frankly. And I think we're about to get our answer because I'm looking at the Rich Eisen Show phone line and I see um, calling in Sheridan from Utica, New York. You are on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Sheridan? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, Rich. Uh, Good to be on. Hey, Mike. Hey, Chris. What's up, brother? We're all here, and TJ hey. is here as well. Uh, Mike is oh, not awesome. here, so uh, but but oh, it's no. it's all good. It's all good. Our fellow Mets fan, it, 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 I say I say it's all going to be okay. Okay, very good, very good. So first, let's get things first. You are the individual um, in the Red Sox Mets gear. Is that a true story? You are that person. That yeah, that is me. That is correct. Okay, so now I ask this to you, sir, uh, with the <laughs> utmost of respect. Uh oh. Uh, what the hell? What the hell? How how, how did this happen? What the hell Why? going on? What what the hell going on with <laughs> you? So what on? happened? What happened? What's well, the story? It, well, it, it all started with a bet last year when uh, my uh, my buddy Matt Allen ended up buying tickets for us to go see the Mets play at Fenway, and that was last September. And so he's a Red Sox fan. He's wearing his gear, and I'm wearing my Mets gear. And we're at the game, and I said, you know, we got to make a bet. we got to put something on the line. And he was like, all right, well, what do you propose? I said, well, listen, you've never been to a Subway, uh, Subway Series game. You've never been to a, a Red Sox game at Yankee Stadium. And I said, you know, listen, uh, whoever loses has to buy two new jerseys, has to buy two tickets, and we have to go to either the Red Sox playing at Yankee Stadium or we have to go when the Mets play at Yankee Stadium. But the loser has to dress as the opposing team and uh, has to uh, be a fan, either a Red Sox fan or a Mets fan. And that game, unfortunately, the Mets lost. And so I was the loser, and I had to buy the jerseys. I had to buy the tickets. And we are, end up going to the game. And, and as we're driving down from the Utica area, mm-hmm. I've got my Mets hat on because – 
that's what I wear. I mean, I'm, I'm a diehard Mets fan, orange and blue, and seven line army. I mean, that's that's how I roll. But uh, we get down, get to the hotel, we're changing, and he says, "You should leave your hat on." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, let's go." <laughs> you know, and the the bottom line is this: Mets fans, Red Sox fans, the one thing that they have in common is that Yankees suck. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I just got worked by a chiropractor. Okay. Because that's what you are, right? You're a chiropractor by trade? Correct? Uh, Yes, that is correct. Okay. And everybody needs a chiropractor. Of course. I need one right now. I know that. Well, clearly I do. I just got worked. Um, Okay. So at what point did you realize you became nationally and Twitter famous? For wearing a Red Sox uniform and a Met hat to a Yankee Red Sox game. So we are going out of the stadium, and listen, I've been, I was getting crap from people you know, while I was at the stadium, all different sorts of comments from people. I mean, it just it didn't stop. Not it wasn't bad. Like nobody was throwing anything at me. There was okay. no uh, no physicality. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, listen, this is. I'm getting catcalled in the bathroom. I'm, I'm at the <laughs> urinal. <laughs> and, and, and this guy goes, yo, yo, you all right? <laughs> what the? Oh, oh, careful, oh, doctor, yeah, careful doctor. Careful doctor. Careful doctor. You may, you, may, you may work blue in your office, but not here, sir. Not in this office. Keep, keep going, though. So, keep going. All right. So, you know, and, and just I'm trying to buy food, and, and the people are looking at me down. Look at me. He looks at my hat. Looks at my jersey. Looks at my hat. He says, "Are you confused?" <laughs> I said, "No." He says, "At least you got a good sandwich." I mean, uh, it was just nonsense. People behind us were all game long uh, getting in, getting in my ear. And, and yeah, I get but, it. Uh, but at what point did you really? Because now it's on my. It wound up on my Twitter feed, and I did want to, you know, ask you the same question that you got asked at the urinal, you know. And so now I have the full story. It, it yeah. is terribly unfortunate in a way that you are captured and seen on an yeah. ESPN audience wearing this gear. I mean, that that makes you losing the bet literally a hundred times worse, I would think. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And and we knew that, uh, especially with Boston winning, that, that it was not going to be pretty. Everybody's leaving. And so we went out right out gate two, and we're like, man, we're not going to get uh, – an Uber or a Lyft, we're not going to get on any. We're not. We're not going on a, on public transportation. That's for darn sure. And so, thankfully, they've got cars waiting right there out there for you. And the guy says, "You need a ride?" It's like absolutely, and we hopped in. Got out of. But who called you and said, "By the way, you're on Twitter. You're yeah. all over the place." Where'd you yeah, get that? So nobody called me. So we get in the cab. I have no idea what's going on. All of a sudden, my phone blows up. I am getting text messages, Facebook messages, Instagram, mm. you name it. Just absolute getting swamped. My phone hasn't stopped going off. I mean, since that moment, let's say 11 o'clock on Sunday night till now, it has been nonstop my phone blowing up. I'm like, I've got to take care of patients. <laughs> i got things to do. Still coming in. Yeah, okay. The world-famous Dr. Sheridan Mish. Uh, what, of uh, Utica, New York. Yeah, Doug, what, this is Brockman, what uh, jersey did you end up buying, or is it just, you know, was it just a plain jersey with no name and number on the back? It was it was a, a plain jersey, no name or number. It was the the authentic jersey that's made in America. Okay. I, I, I support local businesses in my communities. I take a, a priority in doing that. And it. also, anytime that we can, we, we try to buy... American-made products, and yeah, it might cost a little bit more, and that's okay because we know that American workers are getting paid uh, for what we're doing. All right, so but where where where's the Red Sox stuff now? I mean, you're never putting that on again, right? I mean, ever again. We can at least agree on uh, that, right? Uh, I I can't I cannot agree on that, Rich. I've got to tell you that yesterday in the office. People wanted to see it. People wanted to get pictures with me. I wore it all day at the office. 
Uh, patients were taking pictures with me. They were absolutely loving it. Uh, I've got patients today that said, I'm coming with my Yankees jersey. You better have that gear on. I want a picture with you. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, this so, is booming, Rich. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I'm. I've still got it. It's at. It's at my office, and and I will don it as necessary for people that want photo ops. She just put it in the frame, Doc. You got to frame that eventually and hang it on the wall. Yeah, well, he's not wearing it on the seven train. That's for damn sure. I would hope not. That's not no, happening. No, not at all. Listen, I'm. I'm again diehard Mets fan. Seven line army. I'm. I'm going to the games, and I'm to the Mets games. I'm wearing all my Mets gear, but uh, I will certainly continue to try and and promote the uh, commonality of theme with the Mets fans and Yankees fans. And for those that want to also embrace it, I'm happy to put the jersey on. Today when I went to the gym, you know, it was one of the, the funny things. And, and I, I got I to thank you guys. You know, on the podcast yesterday, yes. you were saying that, hey, this guy he looks like he's in good shape. He's tall. Yeah. And, and so I... I, I work out. I went to my gym today, the fitness mill in, in Utica, and I, I walk in, and the manager's at the front desk. He's like, dude, I got to get a picture with you. And I was like, okay. You know, because he, he listened to it. He's like, you know, just excited that that's where I work out, and that that's what helps keep me in good shape. So I put, I grabbed the jersey and hat, put it on, and, and he, he probably is going to put it on their uh, social media. Yeah. Man, okay. Well, I'm glad we got to meet through you losing a bet and having the unfortunate <laughs> moment of being captured at the bottom of the ninth of all times as well on on ESPN. And I'm I'm glad to know that you're a normal individual who's uh, right of, of right mind and loves the Mets and supports local businesses and American made items. And, and then you're not some mixed up freak. So I'm very glad to hear that. Very glad to hear that. Very glad to hear that. Yeah. I'll- I'll, I'll tell you my, uh, what I really would like to do. I, I'd like, because people are telling me that it was a jinx. Uh, I jinxed the Yankees. And so uh, I, I want to go to Fenway wearing that jersey and the Mets hat when the Yankees play at Fenway and, and help to oh. continue that jinx against the Yankees and keep the Red Sox winning. Everyone will be buying you beers if you show up at Fenway <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, please call back when the Yankees and Mets play one another because I'm more than happy to talk some serious smack with you, sir. Let's do it. Absolutely. Love uh, to do it. Don't lose you. our number. Thanks for the call, brother. Let's go Mets. Thanks for the call. There you go. Awesome. There you Shout go. Shout out 315. That's great. That's a four-hour drive from Utica. That is the chiropractor giving me an adjustment. The rest of Yankee fans an adjustment <laughs> right there. I wondered who he was. Yeah, we nailed we it. asked him, who nailed are you, it. sir? Del Tufo nailed And it. within 24 hours. Yeah, we put it on Twitter yesterday. and Within 24 hours, we out. have our answer. Del Tufo was right. He was. Good thing he's not here. I didn't want to ask him <laughs> about you know the price tag, but you know, the lower bowl seats that he paid for, the drive. Oh, I, from I, Utica right, let's just to, put it all together. To that had to have been... The the jersey and the, the tickets, yeah. The tickets, the the parking. Well, I wasn't parking. He we just already took an Uber. Should I have asked him what his Uber rating was? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> call him back, Chris. No. <laughs> um, and so that's about what five hundred dollar. Sunday night baseball. Red well, they had Sox park somewhere. Red didn't, Sox they Yankees didn't, in the did, lower bowl. Did, did they Uber back to Utica? That, I mean, that's four hours. I don't think so. Maybe they were staying in a hotel and. Maybe, I don't know. Not in the city? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd love that. Too bad the Yankees didn't come back. They had so many opportunities to win that game, too. Both teams in the whole series was just back and forth. Elise is going to be awesome this year. Did you see the commissioner of Major League Baseball? He was at Augusta on Thursday instead oh, of at opening day. Get out of here. Yeah. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Hold on a minute. He did not attend any. Well, I, I don't know how welcome he would be in any of these places anyway. I mean, maybe he popped into the Braves. But I don't even, remember seeing I mean, him on Roger the broadcast. Up but, everywhere. I mean, but I heard he was at Augusta on after Thursday. The, uh, after but you would have been at Augusta, Rocco, Chris. Was everywhere. But I'm not the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Yeah, but if you were, you still would have went to Augusta. Uh, that's not a great look. Do we are we sure he didn't like go to a Braves game later that night or something like that? Are we sure that he maybe didn't, I just know that he was. I don't want to. The but one thing head, that he did, he gave headphones to everybody. He gave so Bose headsets to all the players. So all is good. 
this guy. What is that? There's about so like what a hundred bucks? Let's say each headset's a hundred bucks. If they're the 25. nice noise canceling ones, they're about three hundred. All right, three hundred. Three hundred times twenty-five times thirty. Is that like a like a buck fifty out of the, the league office? But I'm sure it was a sponsor, so they probably got them for free. I don't know. But here's sorry we locked you out. Here's some headsets. Thirty two twenty-five. What do you think? Sorry we locked you out. Here's a headset. Here's some, here's, oh, here's some headphones okay. that you already have because you have sponsorships with Bose. <laughs> Give them to your kids. I saw that. It's just like he sent a note to all the players. Here's some headsets. I just, I just, I just can't with this guy. I mean, when he's been on the show, he's just been, you know, straight up. and I know. And we've had him on a bunch of times. We met him when we were in D.C. at the All-Star game. But just... Hey, this is how about one misstep let's after talk about, another? Hold on a second. Let's talk about this. All right, let's take a break. I want to tell you. I, I want to say what, what what's been done right and what one thing needs to be fixed. How about that? Positivity. Positivity, but there's still one thing that still needs to be fixed. Okay. Also, Rich, there's a, a, a NFL fan base right now that after your top five is not filling you. Fantastic. I want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about that. Um, the one thing that baseball. Uh, hasn't fixed yet. I, I, I'll amend it to two, and I'll tell you one thing right now. Fans cannot go to games dressed like this chiropractor anymore. <laughs> He's a star now. He is, t- he is a star yeah. now. He's taking pictures. Selfies at the gym. His name is Mish. Is that his name? Is that, uh, Sheridan. 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 Sheridan Mish. Dr. Right? Dr. Mish. Dr. Sheridan. Mish. So somebody's basically coming to him and saying, Dr. Mish, man, my neck is killing me, but before we do... Selfie? You want to take a picture? <laughs> you just get a quick one? And, okay. they, and they, they take, he's taking a selfie with him, and the guy's like, Ugh. <laughs> That's like right down here. <laughs> That's the before, and then the after is after he's twisted his neck. My neck, my back. My neck and my back. My back. Amazing. <laughs> Smoke it. How many people were watching that game? That's my chiropractor. <laughs> Thirteen, and we're like, who is this moron? <laughs> we need to know. I mean, my man's comfortable. He's taking selfies. Yeah. He's dropping f bombs yeah. on TV, yeah. radio. Yes, my like, God, so I'm like, very you can, comfortable. You can, very comfortable. Work, you can work with very your mouth like that in your yeah. office, sir. I mean, do, not, don't do come you to eat mind. With that mouth too, sir. Yeah. I don't. I don't show up with an L five problem <laughs> and a blue mouth, do I? Oh, DJ I, Felly, I do. Can, I do. He, can he fix you? Nobody can fix me. <laughs> He's unfixable. <I'm> <laughs> He's unfixable. Yeah, his back is, you know, yeah, yeah. Like Jay Jay starring, a little... in, starring a new movie called Breakable. <laughs> okay, they call him Mr. Glass. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to help. I'm going to help fix baseball and then find out which fan base is pissed at me before Bill Orham of the Athletic joins us. And then hour three, Solomon Hughes, who plays Kareem, and the new Winning Time show Cat. coming up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the uh, number to dial. The Callaway Rogue Irons that you should go check out. You should go rogue because there's definitely a version of the Callaway Rogue Irons out there for you. Most popular iron of the bunch is the Rogue ST Max. It's designed for the widest range of players because of its refined game improvement, shaping, incredible combination of speed, forgiveness, and all-around performance. If you're a low to mid single digit handicapper there's the rogue st pro a hollow body construction in a sleek compact player's shape the max os is callaway's best game improvement model mid to high handicappers you get total forgiveness with high launch wide soles and enhanced offset how about that total forgiveness on an iron shot 
You can use that. I'll tell you that. There's the Max OS Lite, their most forgiving high-launch iron. It's for players with slower swing speeds. So there's no other iron out there that will perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons today at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. Let's give baseball a little bit of props. Let's do it, okay? And uh, I don't mean giving uh, away free Bose headsets to guys that you locked out as an I'm sorry we locked you out present. Um, let's cough it up, man. Let's cough it up. Uh, they're going to get rid of this shift. I know it. I like this competition committee that they have formed. They're going to get rid of this shift. It's gone. Feels Everybody like right now who's standing out there in short right field, moving over from third base. Everybody right now who's standing out there right behind second base where they're, you're the fourth infielder over there, take a picture mentally because it's gone. I can't wait for it. It stinks. It absolutely stinks. You know, Joey Gallo reached base for the Yankees twice yesterday. I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's incredible. He got two singles. Isn't that incredible? He is, because you know why it's incredible? Because all he does is homer, strike out, or walk. That's it. Yep. And it already, you know, I, I just it, it just drives me nuts. Like, he steps to the plate, and I've heard nothing but great things about him. I'm sitting there thinking, this is boring. I literally think that when he steps to the plate. Because he might shock us by laying down a bunt because everybody's standing on the right side of the infield and it's just enough already. I can't wait. The game, wait till the game opens up. I like this, uh, what, pitch com, whatever the hell they got going on. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, communication, the communication device between device, catchers and, catchers pitch- and yeah, pitchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig that too. You know, I dig it. Although now I have no idea what pitch is coming. Normally, sometimes you see the sign being dropped down. You can get an idea. You can see what's going on. We have no idea. It could continue a complete mystery right now. Complete mystery right now as to what pitch is being thrown. And I kind of like that sort of uh, um, gamesmanship correction. And I kind of also like the guessing game that I'm now having. It's a little bit more drama. So I like that. Love making the baseball umpires explain their rulings mm-hmm. on replay. About time. How many times have I been complaining about yeah, that? A few years now. Love it. Great. Because not only does it help as a consumer, it shows that you actually care. It really does. And you could sit there and say, you know, get over yourself or whatever or how does that actually matter? It really, that you actually care. It's a customer service that is being provided. It literally turns the umpires into a customer service representative. Now, would I want to actually demand a refund from, um, you know, country Joe West if he was still around? No, but it does help out. I, I, I love it. But one thing they have to get rid of, have to, are these cockamamie ghost runners in extra innings. <laughs> I, I understand when you were playing a shortened season because there were no fans and there was no minor leagues and you can't call anybody up and you can't have 18 inning games. You just can't. I understand that. And I understand that this commissioner and owners, a lot of owners, are all over pace of play. I understand that. But you cannot just change the rules in extra innings. You just can't. I, I, I think it is just absolutely less than what we're expecting out of a baseball game. You know what it is? It's, it's like uh, the overtime rules in college football which you know I despise, because it removes kicking from the equation. It removes punting, field position, playing defense. It removes it completely. It's not football. And now it's definitely not football. Now after, now we're just going to go for two. It's just two-yard plays now to decide who wins a football game. That means so much to so many people. you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. It stinks. And in baseball, it's now you're putting somebody on second base, and you can score a run just by grounding out. One ground out in the right place, another ground out in the right place, one ground out in the right place, one fly ball in the right place, and some reliever who's made outstanding pitches is now the loser. And so is your team. And it happened, you know, 
uh, to you. Uh, opening day, Red Sox. Yep. Red Sox scored on their ghost runner to start. Yankees start, scored on their ghost runner without the benefit of a hit to extend it into the 11th inning. Anybody who doesn't score with a ghost runner on second, you essentially lose. I don't know how often it is where both teams in extra innings with a ghost runner don't score. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think it stinks. I, awful. Awful. I sit through a non-inning game. You know what? I'm much. Uh, I'm an adult that I could sit through another couple innings if it means the real thing, which is baseball. Hockey's kind of gotten it right. Well, basketball does it right. It's just a five-minute period of the same game. You know how I feel about the new NFL rules. Hockey's great. It still is hockey when it's just three-on-three, though. They're still playing hockey. Right, until, until, until it's time for you know the yeah, regular the season, the penalty shots do. and what have you. But, but in the playoffs, playoffs it's just like, let's go. Plays if somebody wins. Let's go. I hate the Ghost Runners, man. Hate it. Got to get rid of it. I don't know what the – is this the last year for it? I honestly thought they had gotten rid of it. They did, and then they added it back in at the oh, last minute. Another thing that I'd like get rid of uh, – name me a National League fan that's calling – do you know a National League fan saying I missed the pitcher's hitting? Anybody? Uh, Anybody? No, I don't know okay, you've watched some Met games. Did you sit there? You know what? I missed that nine hole just being this sucking noise of not mattering. <laughs> the sucking <laughs> noise not of say not that. Mattering. Sucking noise of not mattering. I wonder what took so dang long. Why did it take so long? To get the NL, it's the H. I don't know. The only one I've heard who Purist. missed, Tim Kirchner is the only one who I've Sorry. heard who misses get out the here. pitchers. Hitting. And I love him. He's one of the sweetest people yeah, of yeah, all time. And I know that there's a lot of traditionalists. Get out of here with that. Get out of here. Let's play baseball. Oh, the, the double switches and the 15 switches and all of that. I, I don't miss it. So, but get rid of the ghost runner, man. Who hates me now for my top five list? Which fan base hates me? Oh, uh, yo, the, the top five list? I would stay out of Denver if I was you. Okay. For the foreseeable no, I, future. I, I, they're, I, they're a little bit upset. Because uh, they're the only AFC West team that I've left out. Hey, look. So you got a new coach and you got Russell Wilson coming in. And the team has just been underperforming for so long. Let's see. I, I am more than happy to be wrong for Broncos Nation. I am more than happy to be wrong. I need to see it. Broncos country. Really. To believe it. Broncos country. country yeah. I, need, I need to see it to believe it. That's it. I got to see it. Titans fans have a bigger beef, though. I know. They're the, they're, they're the one seed. They were the one seed last year. And they're overlooked. And I just haven't seen them improve in the same way that I've seen tangible maneuvers by everyone else. And they have every right to say, what a, you know, get the Chiefs out of there. Get the Chiefs out of there. They lost both their ties, Tyron and Tyreek. And those are that's going to be significant. But I need Chiefs. to see it. I'm sorry, Denver fans. I need to see it first. I need to see how Nathaniel Hackett handles the clock, you know, the clock, clock management, new, new, new coach. Vic Fangio was around the game for a million years, and he was disastrous at when deciding when to throw challenge flags and call timeouts and work the clock. You got a new coach. I need to see that. I need to see that the way it all works. You can't just say Russell Wilson's here, and all of a sudden we're a top five team in the entire AFC where everybody's gotten better, it seems. And not just better, appreciably better. Superstar better. So I know you got Randy Gregory and you got Russ on each side. I just need to see it. And by the way, get ready for them to be here for the Rams first up. Opening night. That's going to be huge. That would be great. Broncos, Rams. I I would be surprised if it's anything else. Why wouldn't you want to have Russ back here in Los Angeles to take on a team that he has a serious history with? Uh, for his new team, the first look at Russell Wilson in a new uniform. Easily the biggest name quarterback or player to trade spots. In the craziest spot trading month in the history of the NFL. I would be surprised if it's not Denver at Rams. You know? And there you go. Off you go on NBC first night. And I think that decision's coming. I've already heard a date potentially to mark off to host the, the uh, schedule release. release. Yeah, nice. in May. In May. After the draft. Yes, sir. Which makes sense to do it right before the draft. We're talking about the draft over the next two weeks. Then do the draft, have it subside, and then hit the schedule. I know, but back in the day, it used to be I know. before the draft. It makes sense. May is a perfect time to release yeah. the schedule and keep things uh, nice and fresh for everybody. Bill Orem of The Athletic. Solomon Hughes, who plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on Winning Time, he'll skyhook his way into the studio, third hour. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Okay, so we were talking about that Mike Vrabel quote earlier, Rich. 
I started writing a, a song <laughs> about Mike Vrabel. I'm calling it the Ballad of Mike Vrabel. Okay, because he said one line that sounded like a a country song. A country take, song. Take your heart pills and buckle up. Okay, that sounded like a. Do country we have song. like? Do you have accompaniment? Do you have something right here or what? Okay. That's not terrible. Yeah, that's okay. not terrible. I don't know how it's going to work with what I've written. But, so go ahead. <laughs> all right, so my first verse is, He stands stoic and tall on the gridiron sod, broad-shouldered, stone-jawed, and the beard of a god. All business and tough, no time for fun. His teams play hard and rely on the run. So they say it's a hard knock life, 18 weeks filled with grit and strife. When you need a big dog and never a pup, Take your heart pills and buckle up. Okay. All right. Yeah, unfortunately, Maybe, unfortunately, we had a key music. change just as he was hitting his line. Yeah, it didn't, like I said, the song <laughs> you know, didn't. It's not match, very well produced. Totally, uh, totally Maybe a little faster would have worked. I was just writing. I don't know. I like it. You need to. You need to go more monotone, man. You need to go more. More like more Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. Yeah. Give me. Like. Give me. Is there one more verse you could give me? I a haven't. For? Uh, I haven't written another verse yet. I was trying to. Take your heart pills and buckle up. And buckle up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should sing it like walking. How about this? I don't want to sing it like walking. <laughs> Take your hot pills and buckle up. It's great. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible note. Terrible. Terrible note. Terrible note. It was bad. Awful note. It wasn't good. Ma'am. Take your heart pills and buckle up is a great name for a fa- uh, country good. song. Good. Buckle good. up. Country I like song. it, by the way. Excellent. To do you. that on the yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do good. that on the fly like that. See how many more verses I can come up with. Find you some better music. Guys, we got uh, we got a phone call. Um, from Denver? No, 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 no. We, we, we got a phone call this past hour from a chiropractor amidst his glowing 15 minutes of fame. From Utica, New York, the guy who wore the Red Sox that jersey guy was in the a, That guy was amazing. He cursed out. The, he, cursed out he dropped a curse line. I thought you were going to have me hang up on him at that point. That's nah, all right. Serious yeah, F- keep going. Serious F-bomb. He dropped it. Look, guys, we're, it we're sports Sorry, semi-nominated. We can get away with this stuff. For Is the that right? With the FCC, will Are give us a little bit of air? We'll see if Peacock <laughs> keeps us on the air for hour three. We hope so. We've got Solomon Hughes, who plays Cat. Cat. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, winning time, coming up. <laughs>